Welcome to 68 Shotting Moments presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Today we talk to Loyola Chicago coach Porter Moser and former star guard Clayton Custer about that crazy Final Four run in 2018. All right, now pleased to be joined by uh, two of the most memorable uh, individuals from the 2018 NCAA tournament, uh, Loyola Chicago coach Porter Moser and uh, GA now Clayton Custer. Is that right, GA? Director of Player Development. All right, I, I was close. You're, you're getting paid big bucks. So I didn't know what the title was, but he's offended. Uh, you said GA because you know it's old hat. He got his masters already when he was playing. Like that's the kind of kid he is. So he's offended. He by looks. That. He looks like he could still get out there and play. I mean, we know that. Uh, I definitely can. I can still play a little bit. I can still play a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I still got a little left in me. I think. So, all right, we're, we're going to relive the, the magical run, which was absolutely insane. But I, I want to start back in December. All right, can we, can we start in December when you lose three of four, Porter? And, yeah. like, if you ever thought, if I had told you while you were going through that stretch, you would play months later in, in the Final Four, what would you have said to me? Yeah, we, we, we weren't even thinking the Final Four then. But I, did, I will say this, right before that stretch, we had beat Florida at Florida, and they were number five. And we, it, I remember after the game, like, you know what, we got a chance. We're, 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 we're good. But in that game, in the first half, Clayton sprained his ankle. And he didn't finish the game. And then he was out three weeks. And Ben Richardson, who was defensive player of the year, didn't play in that Florida game. And he was out five weeks. Right. So we played that three out of four without those two. Started the, And that's where we got some of those losses. And – all of a sudden, when they got back, we started getting confident again, and then it, we just got better and better. But, um, yeah, we weren't sitting there. I'll be honest. We weren't sitting there in December, and I was pulling Clay aside and saying, Clay, we're going to the Final Four in December. We weren't saying that, just to be honest. You, you were hoping you'd get to the NCAA tournament, right? I mean, that was the goal, wasn't it? Yes. We, we felt we were good, but it's always tricky with, with the net ratings, with the selection committee, with – you know, with, with leagues like the Valley where that's really good, we beat each other up, and then there's one automatic bid. So there was always that elephant in the room. Clayton, take me through Selection Sunday and when you draw Miami. Um, you know, are you are you ecstatic at that point just to, to get in? What do you know about Miami? Uh, what are you guys thinking? Yeah, I mean, super exciting day, a day that I think we'll all remember for the rest of our lives. Um, but it was kind of funny. We put together this huge thing in the arena and we had fans in there and we, they put a, we were on stage. We were all watching it up on the, on the video boards and all that. And we were thinking it was going to be like this long process, but then they were going through the regions and what were we coach? We were like the fifth team called that day or something yeah, like that. It happened right away. Yeah. It happened right away. Um, and honestly, as players, I mean, we watched games throughout the year and stuff, but we, we didn't know we didn't know that much about Miami as as players um, but I think we believed um, as much as anybody I mean we believed in ourselves we we all had this very strong push that year we thought we were good and thought we could beat anybody in the country so um, once we got to learn a little bit more about Miami I think we were confident going into that game that we could win it the, the beauty of your team I, I felt like was everybody contributed right I mean you just had guys that were all capable of making their imprint on the game. And you saw that right at you know, Miami, right? I mean, Ingram makes the shot that again, like he doesn't make that shot. You're home, you're home, you're one and done. 
and, and he makes a shot and you had no idea what this would lead to. But what, what do you think in Porter at the end of that game? Uh, long three, no time left to beat Miami. I mean, Clay, you'll tell me this. If, if you had to say who's the most confident guy in our locker room every single day, you'd say Dante Ingram. Really? And it comes from his dad, Don. And if you thought if anybody could just bounce up on a dime, shoot that shot just straight in, it'd be Dante. And um, but I say this a lot. Clay, Clay's heard me say this a ton, that we show this to our guys on the current team, that everyone sees that shot. But if you rewind it to the free throw, yeah. you talk about guys contributing, unsung heroes. We got a Majerus, a wall of different quotes and different things of like culture things. And one of them is, is called rebound down. Like if we say rebound down, what is, you can just ask Clay, he's a guard. What does rebound down mean, Clay? Yeah, I mean, it means the bigs might be boxing out and doing all that stuff, but the guards have to, have to fly in, jumping up for the rebounds. Basically. We always talk to the guards about rebounding down. And if you look at that, Dante's on the checkoff. He falls on the ground. Ben is boxing out the shooter. You push pause, he's boxing out the shooter. And the ball was about to go in Miami's hand, and Ben comes from the shooter's position all the way to almost the dunker spot, rebounds down, gets it, and in one swoop, outlets it to Marcus. And, like, we talk about all the time. If, if, if Ben doesn't rebound down, if that Miami kid ha almost had it in his hand. And it's just, you know, unselfish kids, like, doing the little things. And that was such, such a part of our journey with the kind of guys we had. We just had tough high character guys that were didn't care about the credit and just wanted to do the little things that needed to do to win. And coach, I think, I think you'll uh, agree with this. Like, I think we just had so many guys on that team that were just not, a, not afraid of the moment. We had guys that weren't scared to make a play, weren't scared to have the ball in their hands. I think a lot of teams have one or two of those guys who aren't scared to have the ball in their hands at the end of the game. But I think we had five or six of those guys on our team that year. And, so true. Yeah. So true. That's a big thing. Some guys, you know, you know, some guys are meant to be on stage. Some guys are meant to be in the audience. And, and that's, that's just natural. And we had a bunch of guys that, that wanted that wanted the shot, wanted, wanted the moment. Well, I, I think that showed right throughout the tournament because you had big plays at the end of games and different guys made them, right? Clay, you, I mean, against Tennessee, you know, you take the ball down, uh, you shoot it, you get a nice bounce. It was definitely a nice bounce, let's be honest. But, definitely a nice but it falls, like you said – you, you need some bounces that are going to fall your way to be able to get to the final four, no matter who you are. Clay, what, you're, what are you thinking? You go down, and I, I kind of vaguely remember it, but what, what somebody said a ball screen, but then, right, you didn't even use it. Yeah, so I think what we ran was like one down, we dropped. So he kind of – they were kind of hard hedging, I think, that whole game, and Crut uh, came up and dropped it. Uh, the guy that was guarding me kind of was on my hip because he was going to force me over the screen. But then Crut didn't end up actually setting it. So the big wasn't there to, pr to protect. Um, so my guy was kind of on my hip. So I, I went downhill, um, felt like I had enough space to kind of get my shot off. And I've shot that shot a lot of times in my life. I, that was one of my favorite shots, a pull up going right. And I kind of knew when it was going in when I shot it. I shot it enough times where I knew if it was going in. And when I shot that one, it was not going in. It, was, it, should, it should not have gone in. You laid but, on the uh, ground like five minutes like you thought it was going like <laughs> it was going in. I think I fell down because I didn't think it was going in. I was trying to draw a foul, I think, maybe. Really? Um, but, but Clay, you remember this, though? You remember the uh, coming down? I mean, Tennessee went on a run. They hit those threes. And then um, 
Williams, oh my God, he made the and one. Yeah. And then, but then we came down, the ball went out of bounds on Andre and it was tipped by them. So we're sitting there and it was a review, whether yeah. it was our ball or not. And it, like, if we didn't have the ball, we were going to have to press and everything. We remember that we were going, Dre, did you touch the ball? Did you touch yeah. it? <laughs> we were trying to get an answer out of him. And so it was our ball. And that's when we, that's when it, you know, we're talking to Clay too. Clay, if it is ours and Clay just, you know, he was, he is definitely one of those guys that wanted the ball in his hands at the end of the game. But here's another thing, Jeff, that, that goes unnoticed about Clay. And I've said this about it. The very next game, the situation was very similar and we were coming down and we dropped it. And then they brought, they came off the corner and Clay had so many accolades that week. It was, it was ridiculous. Like, uh, and all the attention. And then he kicked it to Marcus for the shot. And a lot of guys want to be in that, that moment again. Like, Hey, I'm, yeah. I'm doing it again, man. I just had a week where I was on sports center all week. And right. he drew you could it. Have been the hero it. again. Yeah. Right. You no doubt you could have been the hero, but Marcus was kind of wide open. His guy left him. Came off him. Yeah. yeah. It came off him and you saw that and you gave it to him. And again, so three different games, you're talking about Ingram in the first game, you in the second game. And now you go with Townsend in, in the Sweet 16 game. Three different heroes in a way. I mean, taking big shots. Like, you don't see that very often. It's usually kind of the same guy with the ball in their hands to either win or lose it, um, you know, throughout. So, I, you know, again, I, I think that was, to me, I think what set you guys apart. And, and, and again, all year it was kind of that way. And I wonder if, if through that, that time when both you and Ben were out, Clay, did that help this team? Did that help the other guys where at the time you're thinking, this is brutal, this is going to cost us. But at the end, it really did probably benefit a lot of those other guys. For sure. I, I definitely think that that's the case. We talked about it. I know coach talked about it a lot that year. Like this is going to make us better as, as we move forward in the season. And it really did. We got Lucas. Lucas played a ton of minutes and Lucas grew up. He was forced to grow up that year. Um, and then he ended up playing just absolutely huge minutes for us in the, in the tournament run. Um, if you look at Lucas Williamson's first like eight or nine games, he was your quintessential big eyed freshman, you know, just trying to figure it out. And when Ben got hurt and I'm, I'm pulling a Steve stone on you for all you, all these young people out there listening. This is a great, this is a great lesson is when Ben got hurt, he basically took Lucas under his wing. You could see every practice. He, he was like shoulder to shoulder with, with Lucas. And he just was like, you know, we're going to need seven or eight guys. And by the time he came back, Lucas was confident. Lucas's defense is, I really believe Lucas is the defender because of that. Really? When he is now, and Lucas should be the Missouri Valley Def Defensive Player of the Year this year, like Ben was. But man, when he came back, Ben went right back in the lineup, and Lucas was huge for us. Huge every game, Lucas made big plays in, in the NCAA tournament as a freshman, and that did help him grow up. Yeah, I mean, you get that confidence, right? You only get that confidence by putting in those, you know, those big time moments, and, and then you're ready. So, all right, so you get Nevada in the Sweet 16. First of all, what is the buildup like? What what is it like going back? Sweet 16, again, then you're, you're the Cinderella at this point, right? Everybody's latched on to you. Everybody loves you. Uh, you are the story uh, of the tournament already. What What is the vibe like back on campus? Well, Clay's smiling because he'll tell you from a student perspective. So I'll let that one. That's, a funner, to, that's funner to hear than a coach's perspective. Yes. Uh, I mean, it was just a blast. I mean, that, that's what you dream about as a kid. You know, you dream about being in that, in that situation. And you, 
when you go to play college basketball, you want to go somewhere. And I think you're lying to yourself if you don't want to go somewhere where basketball is important and where people kind of recognize you on campus and the excitement's there and, and all that. Um, and as we got better that year, the excitement grew and grew and grew. But we were experiencing what we really wanted out of our experience. You know what I mean? Like we were finally the hard work and all that stuff had finally paid off. Um, and we were kind of on the, on the big stage, you know, and, um, we just, we enjoyed it. We had, we were super close as a group that year. So obviously we had, we had some fun as well during that time, but, uh, but it was just, it was an unbelievable time. And, and it was just, it was awesome. And, and Clay, the thing that we talked about is like, Chicago's an awesome sports town and I'm biased, but, uh, the other, some of the other pro teams were down that year. And for us to make the run, I mean, I remember in 2016 coming around Lakeshore Drive and in the building I was driving and it said, uh, go Cubs afterwards. And I remember just being like getting chills thinking, God, is that the coolest thing? Cause I've been, and I got photos sent to me. The whole skyline was maroon and gold. And it said, go Loyola in the, in the skyline in lights. And it was, it was just so cool. Like to, to see the, the city embrace us. And, um, but everywhere we went, I've been to the final four, like 25 times with my coaches. So I know the excitement, but nothing like being in it. And like, we remember pulling up to the hotel at the, at the final four. I mean, the, 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 the police escorts, the, 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 the hotel had murals, life-size murals of us all on the hotel. Yeah. And these oh, guys seeing those too. It's and cool. it was, uh, these guys were just, you know, we come back to a parade after the sweet 16, we pull our bus pulls up, we, we pull out. Um, we come back after the Kansas state to go to the final four. Remember the, the police escort from O'Hare back to campus. I mean, people were stopped, got out of the cars and had their phones up. And then when we pull on campus, our arena was full, it completely full for a parade. And just, I mean, when I first got to Loyola, man, you could, you could tee up your driver at the first media timeout swing. And it'd be like an old putt putt course. The ball would be hitting off all the, all the stands. No one would be there. And to, it, just bad? to see these guys work and it was them, man. It was the players created that excitement that I hope will never go back. Clay, give, give me the story. Give, give me something that you did that Porter doesn't know you, you did over those weeks. <laughs> Is there something you did, you know, breaking curfew? There had to be, you know, come on. Like, like it had to be, it had to be hard to stay completely locked in with all the attention you're getting. And it's all of a sudden, right? Like it goes from, I don't want to say zero, but it goes from like 30 to 70 pretty quickly. Give me a great story that the coach may not even know. You're putting me in a bad position here. Jeff. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> he can't take away playing time. I mean, yes, he could take away your paycheck now, but not playing time. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think we, we were definitely, obviously we got back. We get back from the, from the site, wherever we were, we get back here. And those weeks while we were home, like we were probably, uh, we were probably going out a little bit more than we would during the week of, of I'm going off. I'm, I'm going off. Thing. I don't need to hear this. <laughs> uh, we were, we probably broke curfew a couple, a couple too many times in the Come middle on, of Porter, the you would have done the same thing. You would have done the on same the road thing. trip. So clay, no, not no, no. Road not trip. While we were gone. I'm saying when we got back and we were here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, this, they yeah. were. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't, we weren't like not the night before the game or anything right. like that. Not, two nights before the game but like when we first got back from the city from from atlanta when we first got back from dallas and we were in chicago you know those those first couple nights we were back like we were we were having a good time 
what what was it like? So you, you I'll fast forward. Uh, obviously, uh, Kansas State, everything on the line at this point. I mean, you don't like. Is it different when you know you have the Final Four? You could be cutting down the nets uh, that day. Is it a different type of pressure? How did you how did you guys go about it? Or are you loose at that point because? You think you're still playing with a little bit of house money? I, I don't know. What's it like? Well, I'll tell you this. <clears throat> with, with There was so much talk going into the Valley Tournament that, uh, that you know, we got to win the tournament. And we were sitting there crazy. We were like 27 and four, what, three, whatever it was. And so there was an elephant in the room. There was, a, there was a big amount of pressure, you know, in that tournament. And, like, we drew Northern Iowa first round. I mean, they're never in the play-in game. And all of a sudden they had an injury and now they're in the beginning of the season, they're in the play-in game. So, and then we had Bradley and then we had Illinois State. So we had three. And after we won that game, uh, it was one of the coolest moments as a coach. I've, I've told Clay and Ben this. So we're our, our, like top six are walking before me. We celebrated on the court, cut down the nets, everything in St. Louis. And we're walking to the press conference like an hour after the game. And Clay and Ben, who was well-documented, grew up together since they were little kids. And I was walking behind them and it, it's not even like they knew I was there and they kind of had their arms around each other. Like they were still in fourth grade, like giving each other almost noogies. Like, right. can you believe this? We're going to the NCAA tournament. And it was just the coolest <laughs> moment for two young guys. And then once we got into the tournament, we, our confidence went back like, Hey, there's no, the pressure was off because we were in. Yep. And even going to that last game, you know, it, it, the guys were unbelievably loose. Like we were really confident. Um, I remember sitting in my hotel room after pregame meal of Kansas State saying to my wife, Megan, going, you know, this one's a little different. You know, that you, it's a little different. If, 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 if you win this one, now you're yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a whole nother level uh, of winning the, winning the Elite Eight game. And uh, but the guys didn't. The guys were just ultra loose, ultra confident. But it was tight going into the Valley Tournament because you felt that you felt that pressure. It's that time of the year again, folks. Conference tournaments are tipping off. Bubble teams making their final push for a bid while the best teams in the country are gearing up for a deep run. Auto bids will be punched. Slippers will be fit. And our partners at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook, are putting my listeners at the center of the action. If you bet $4 on an underdog in a select game this week and that underdog wins, you win $256. That's right. $256. Here's how it works. Download the app now. Use that promo code FIELD68 when you sign up. Again, FIELD68 when you sign up. Scroll through the list of select underdogs, bet $4 on them to win, and cash out a whopping $256 when they do. There's no better way for you to put your college hoops knowledge on display than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. It's safe, it's secure, it's reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So remember, that's FIELD, the code, FIELD68. Again, FIELD68 to turn $4 into $256. For a limited time only, you must be 21 years or older. Restrictions apply. Go to DraftKings.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What, what were the stakes like, Clayton, going into that? that Kansas State game? Um, I mean, I, I agree with Coach. I, I think we were going into those games, we felt like we had nothing to lose, you know, and, and, and we were also confident that we could win. It wasn't like, oh, we have nothing to lose. If, if we lose, that's fine. That's not how we were thinking at all. 
it was like, we have nothing to lose, but we're also confident and we think we can win these games. Um, and I think that's a very good mindset to, to have going into a game. There was no pressure. There was no pressure on us, and we were confident. And I think that was a, a really good combination. You, you mentioned, Porter, the, the, the murals as you drove up to the hotel for the Final Four. You've been doing this a long time. Um, what was the coolest part of, of that Final Four experience for a guy that's been coaching this long to bring a team like this and a program like this uh, to the Final Four? What, what was that moment? Was there, like, just kind of a pinch-me type moment? Yes, um, it was, uh, you know, I've been coaching 30 years. And my college roommate, Todd Eisner, and I, our first 10 years in the profession, we like roomed together at the Final Fours. And we used to go to every practice. Really? We used to go to the practices. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. And then I, I remember a couple of years back, um, I think it was Virginia, seeing them, um, um, I'm trying to think who it was, maybe it was, and their bus drive down the middle of the, the like thing and everybody's just stopped and everybody, I'm like, God. Um, and you know, that was one, like when we got there and we were driving to our practice, we had a police escort and like, you know, how the streets are so crowded and everyone just kind of stopped. And we were that team driving the bus to the dome. But I will tell you the, the another pinch me moment was at the practice. You know, um, our guys are shooting around. We had 30,000 at the practice and Jim Nance is there interviewing me in front of everybody. And I just, I just was like, man, all you young guys out here, I'm telling you, things get, dreams can happen, man. It's, 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 it's crazy. Cause I was that guy. I used to go to every practice and watch them and, um, and do it. But it was, but the best part of the journey and is, is the guy right there and his teammates. Like when you're younger, you think about the trajectory. When you're older, you think about the relationships. Totally. And it's about the relationships, about the people. And, you know, that, that's what you get chills about is the journey of the guys you went with. Clay, how what, was there a moment for you there as well where you were just like, I can't, I mean, there are probably a lot of them is my guess. Uh, there were a ton of them. The practice was really, really cool. Um, I know a lot of us on the team, we remember when they played the national anthem at during the, like right before the game that year, I, at, you, you can't help but get chills during, during that. It was amazing. Like they put, they have all the, the American flag showing on the floor. Um, and you're just looking up to the top, top corners of this arena and it's full all the way to the brim. Um, that was probably the most memorable, cool you, moment. You guys were like little teenage groupies too. Remember in the post-game meal, Drake tweeted at Dante Ingram. And you guys were around the tweet like you thought it was – you were like a little teenage groupie because Drake texted you, te uh, yeah. Dante. Yeah, so I think what – so uh, Drake, like, DM'd uh, Dante on Instagram is what happened. He, like, okay. sent, him a me he sent him a message. Well, yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it doesn't matter. Same thing. But, like, we were – and, you know, Drake's, like, the best rapper in the world, a lot of people think. So uh, Dante was just going crazy. We were all around his phone, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is going like on. Like little schoolgirls, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, you went to another level there, Jeff. <laughs> pretty impressive, though. That's pretty impressive. No, no doubt. So when you think about, again, being one of the, the top 68 moments, teams, however you want to define it, ever, like, what does that mean to you, Porter? I mean, again, you've got a perspective. You've been around this a long time. Like, what does that mean to you to be included in, in, in that kind of esteemed company? 
Well, it's just really cool for Loyola. Um, the guys will be connected for life. You know, we'll be connected for life. But um, just to see your journey. I mean, what it, what you know, for me, it means a lot with my faith. You know, um, it's well documented um, that I've been fired before. And to, to get another chance and to, to have confidence in yourself and faith in, in God and that you're moving towards that, that direction and to be that on that stage again, um, that meant a ton for me um, with it. But it, it's, it's, it's special as a coach, you go through it. I remember when Butler was a team coming from the horizon and they went to the final four, you're just blowing your mind. You're just like, God, Butler's going to the final four. And for you just always, always growing up, you're like, what if, what if? And, and to be able to get to that point was really cool to take a program like Loyola and a sports town like Chicago. That was fun too, um, to do it with it, but in the guys that we went through with. Clay, I'll end it with this. How did it change your life? Um, I mean, my, the, the coolest thing for me, like coach said, is just the connection that we all have. That's, that's the coolest thing. We, we did something that not a lot of people can say that they can do and we'll have reunions. We'll be best friends for the rest of our lives. We still text, we still have our team like group chat or whatever that we still text in every once in a while. Like we'll be like, Hey, remember when this happened during that year or, or whatever. So that that's really cool. But I think just for the university, we changed the dynamic of the whole, whole university. And it's now a basketball school who's, who's very spirited toward basketball. We're selling out games and all that stuff, which is, which is awesome. And then just the doors that open for everybody on our team, you know, like, it's going to open a lot of opportunities in the Chicago area for anybody who is associated with that team. Um, so I think that's kind of how it changed our lives. Like people remember that and people are going to probably um, have some more opportunities available to them now um, that maybe weren't there before. Um, so I think that's really cool as well.